So good afternoon. I'll just uh, start off by introducing myself. My name is Richard Smith. I'm uh, the European Business Development Manager for Miyagi. Um, and Miyagi is a platform that connects retailers and their brands to frontline sales associates. And over the last three years, we've worked with some of the best brands and retailers in the outdoor cycle and the sports industry. And we've interviewed hundreds of sales associates, brands and managers, store managers and retail owners. So we've got a pretty good uh, idea and insight into what makes a successful retail business and a successful brand. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well, as a very quick introduction, um, we're going to be talking about storytelling. And just to kind of give you an idea about some of the sort of topics we're going to cover, we're going to start off by looking at retail in general and, and how retail has changed recently. We're going to look at the role that the physical store plays in the customer's experience. And we're going to talk specifically about the power of storytelling and how retailers can use storytelling to drive sales uh, and loyalty within their businesses. We're going to give you a few practical takeaways, things that you can kind of take back to your businesses and hopefully uh, deploy. And we're going to talk very briefly at the end a little bit about who Miyagi are and, and what we do. So stick with us. So let's have a quick uh, intro on how retailers change and I think it, it, it benefits us to kind of go back a little bit and just see over a slightly larger period of time what's happened. Uh, for anybody in the audience that remembers the 70s, I, I don't but I've been told about it. The 70s was very much uh, a period in retail where high customer interaction and service was the main way in which customers interacted with their retailers. As we moved through into the 90s, the fashion was very much around discounting to win. Everything became very price-led. And then more recently, I'm some, sure it's something that you're all very, very aware of. We've moved sort of into that e-commerce revolution and e-commerce has really redefined the way that retail is. And I'm sure that's affected a lot of you here. And then that brings us to the present day and a term that you probably all heard mentioned, which is experiential retail and the role in which the store plays and why customers are coming into store. So the irony is we've almost gone full circle in terms of the role that the store plays in the customer's journey because we started off with this very, very high-touch service-led environment. We've gone through this kind of discount to win and an e-commerce revolution, but the store is still here and it plays a really, really important role in the customer's journey. And we're going to explore a little bit about why that is. So with all these changes, and specifically with the growth of online, why are people still coming into stores? Because it's no longer about price. It can't be. The, the online stores can always be more competitive on price than a physical store. It's no longer about convenience. You know, online stores now will deliver things directly to your door, sometimes within the same day. And it's no longer about range because, let's face it, they can carry much bigger ranges than you can. So when we strip all that away, what are we actually left with? Why is it that customers are actually coming into our stores? And I think actually this generates a, a huge opportunity for physical retail to better understand the actual service that they provide to their customers and why they play such an important role in their relationship with their hobby and, and the things that they buy. So when we look at how things have changed and we talk to customers about what the store does for them, there are a 
few key themes here that I'd really encourage you to kind of think about. The first is they're coming in because they want to validate their ideas. You know, we hear in the cycle industry, people talk a lot about showrooming. Customers still want to come in, touch the product, experience it, and they want to talk to somebody about the sort of things that they're trying to achieve and what they're planning to buy to validate whether those are indeed the right products for them. And that's a really, really important part of the, the process and the, the role that the store plays in the customer's journey. But I think there's something much deeper than this going on, if I'm honest, and that's really what I'm here to talk to you about today. Because if that were true, in, in a very short period of time, all of our stores would really just turn into showrooms. And yes, we are starting to see that kind of shift in some places, but there's something else that's very, very important to human beings, and that's about an emotional connection to people. And this is kind of the theme that we're going to kind of explore today in how can retailers really take advantage of this USP that they have over online and really help that to drive sales and make their stores relevant in what is a very digital world. Let's talk specifically about the sales associate and how important those people are in connecting with their customers. Because we at Miyagi think that they're absolutely the most important part of retail. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what it is about that human interaction that's so important to us as human beings and specifically how we're going to talk about storytelling as a mechanism to connect with people. The really interesting thing is that when we look at other industries, for example, um, like the music industry, where digital disruption has had an even bigger impact, I'm sure we all use iTunes and Spotify and services like that, it pretty much killed the record store overnight. And one of the reasons for that was that there just wasn't enough time for them to adapt to the change. It became so prevalent so quickly that they literally died within a couple of years, although we are starting to see a bit of resurgence. And one of the really interesting things about that is that whilst it did kill off the music industry in terms of retail, what was quite interesting is that actually um, demand for live events went up by about 10 times in the last five years. So certainly the music industry hasn't died. And what's interesting about that is that we as consumers, we as people that want to invest in our hobbies and our interests, will now actively seek out rich interactions and rich experiences that help us connect with other people around our hobby in a way that you just can't do online. And I think there's a real opportunity for, for stores to do that in the same way. And they already are, you know, coffee shops in bike shops, bike fit, all of these things are providing amazing opportunities and relevance for stores um, in the current sort of climate. But I really want to talk about the sales associate and the specific role that they can play as the storyteller within your store. And we're going to look at in a bit more detail as exactly um, why they're so important. So I want to tell you a quick story myself about a recent experience which kind of highlights what I want to talk about with storytelling. And this is, um, I'm a runner as well as a cyclist. And very recently went into a, a runner's needs shop in Birmingham. Um, I was interested in a new pair of, um, of trainers. And I was greeted uh, almost immediately on sort of entering the store. And the sales associate asked me one very important question, which from that question spurred a 45 minute interaction between the two of us and resulted in me parting with about 150 quid in cash. 
So it was a very important question indeed. And the question that the, the sales associate asked me was, tell me about your running. A really, really simple question, an open question, which we all know is important, but a question that gave me the opportunity as a customer to tell my story and to explain in that interaction what was important to me. And in that, with that one question, that sales associate learned my level of running, where I like to run, the type of running I like to do, who I run with, whether I was part of a running club. And what's really important about that is that it gave me an opportunity to share my story with somebody that was interested. But even more so than that, it gave that sales associate a huge amount of insight into what I was hoping to get from coming into the store that day. And that's, you know, in sales we talk about qualifying the customer and trying to understand what their needs are. We're going to see how storytelling is actually a really simple way to help your staff on the shop floor adopt some of those sales techniques without having to use all of that jargon that we perhaps use in the more sort of business world. Because storytelling is something that we all understand and that we all enjoy doing. Let's talk a little bit about why storytelling is so important and so effective um, in the retail environment. And, and really, as human beings, we're absolutely hardwired to enjoy telling stories and listening to stories. And I think this is something that we all do on a, on a daily basis, but have perhaps never used in a strategic way within our own store to control the stories that we're telling and to actually ask customers to tell their story. When we think about telling stories, um, it's how we teach people, it's how we learn about things, it's often where we get inspiration from, and it's definitely how we build relationships. So you can already see what uh, an awesome tool stories can be. We tell stories at home, at the pub, at work. Absolutely, we tell them in our leisure time. And retailers have been telling stories pretty much since they opened their door. And actually, not only is this um, something that we enjoy doing, it's absolutely a, a physiological thing that happens in our brain. There's lots and lots of evidence to show that when we tell stories and when we deliver information within a story, actually what we find is that there is a chemical reaction that happens in our brain. It releases a drug called dopamine, which you guys might know as the happy drug, which is what makes us feel elated. It's actually the same drug that's released when you eat chocolate and do a few other things which I won't go into now. So this is actually something that's happening within the brain and there's a few things that happen with this chemical being released. It taps into our emotional side and that allows us to uh, build empathy with people, to get deeper understanding of where somebody is coming from. And it allows us to um, be a lot more open to new ideas. And this is exactly the sort of state as retailers and brands that we want our customers to be in when they come into our store. It also means that it releases other drugs that keep us far more engaged which means that when you're talking to customers, they're paying far much more attention. But not only that, stories are very easy to remember and they actually place in a different part of our brain than facts do. And so that customer is going to be far more able to go and talk about those stories with others and help them to connect to the same things. Let's just briefly ex explore what some of the stories are that you can talk about in your stores. For many independent bike dealers, there's typically a story about how your store came into an existence. 
So there's absolutely stories about who you are as a company, what your mission is, you know, who you seek to help and improve. And so there's stories about the actual store or the founder of the business themselves. There's brand stories. And brands are incredibly good at telling stories. They've been doing it for a very long time. And if you think actually what a brand is, above and beyond the functional form that its product had, it is just a collection of stories that others buy into. That's why we buy brands, and that's the value that they carry. So a good example here would be Hope, who have got a great story about being one of the only British manufacturers left. And they use that story in the way that they present their brand, and that actually helps build a lot of loyalty with customers who want to support British manufacturers, etc. Another one would be product stories. So within that brand, obviously, each product has a story. It's got its functional story in terms of the, the problems that it's there to solve. But also, in the example here with something like Brooks, there's a heritage story. There's a quality story. And these are themes that your sales associates can use in store to help the customer connect to the brand that they're talking about or the products that you're suggesting to them. There's stories within the industries. It might be about news items that have happened within cycling and things that have happened within the trade recently. And you hear these stories talked about on the shop floor all the time, especially with real enthusiasts. And then there's the story of the sales associate themselves. And I would say that this is probably the most common one. And any of you that do work on the shop floor or came from that background, when you think about your daily interactions with customers, you probably don't think of yourself as a storyteller, but actually we've all got those stories that we tell on a particular product, a particular part of the sport or whatever it might be that we know helps us get buy-in from our customers. And so we do these, we, we tell these stories all the time and we just may not be aware of it. The final one and probably the most important one and the one that I highlighted in the example of me buying running shoes is the story of the customer. And I think this is something that's massively lacking um, within retail is that we don't talk to our customers enough about what the sport means to them and what their hobby means to them and give them an opportunity to express their story and their interest. And actually, as human beings, we all like talking about ourselves and we all like talking about topics we're passionate about. So the simple example that I gave earlier that the sales associate asked me tell me about your relationship with cycling, in your case, is a really easy way to get the customer talking about what's important to them and what's brought them into the store that day. And it's actually a lot more interesting than asking the classic, can I help you, sir, uh, which tends to be greeted with a no, I'm just looking. It's very difficult to not answer a question about your, your passion and your interest. So I'd really encourage you to kind of think about the stories that you have at your disposal as a retailer and be a bit systematic about how you actually create those stories and we'll talk a little bit in a minute about how they can actually be used to drive sales and, and customer loyalty. A quick example of one of my favorites uh, as a brand and the story that they tell, any of you who know Patagonia will know uh, that their brand is a story in itself and they're absolutely synonymous with saving the planet if I'm quite honest and they know that to their customers this is something that's really important to them as well and a specific note on brands brands are incredibly good at telling stories to consumers whether it be through social media or through trade press etc what brands aren't as good at 
is making sure that sales associates on the shop floor are telling the customer the right story. So there's absolutely an opportunity for brands to think more about and well more about telling their story and less about giving sales associates every little technical detail about their product because often that isn't what's going to connect with the customer and it's not about what's going to drive sales on the shop floor. So Patagonia are a great example of a brand that have used storytelling to elevate their brand way above their actual products and the, the problems that their products solve. And I'm sure there are many more in, in cycle that you can think of. One of the ways that we at Miyagi like to think about this is it's less about storytelling and more about story selling. So what do we mean by that? Well, all that's happening is we're being a bit more purposeful about the stories that we tell to try and drive sales within a retail environment. So I'll draw on a quote from a friend of ours, um, Alf Dunbar, who uses this line that people buy people first and the product second. And this is so true of physical retail. If you buy into the person that you're talking to, if you build a relationship with them, if you trust them, then the sales will come as a result of that. And storytelling is a perfect way, or story selling as I should say, is the perfect way to build that relationship with them. As we talked about earlier, stories help us connect with our customers at a much more emotional level. And putting a customer in that much more emotional state is a much better position to then be able to suggest and recommend things to them because they're far more accepting of those ideas because that trust has been built. And really, we believe that the sales associate as the storyteller is the absolute foundation to what everybody calls now experiential retail. And of course, the things that they can do in the store and the other ways in which you can create a memorable experience for them are important. But certainly from my own experience and the experience of the people that we work with, you can not have a product available for the customer, but give them exceptional service and they'll still come back. If you give them bad service, it doesn't matter how many products you've got, they won't come back. So it's the most critical component to how you build your relationships with your customers. And emotionally engaged shoppers that have built a relationship with you are going to come back more regularly because they find value in that interaction and they feel uh, part of a community, which is something that bike stores are very good at developing. And not only that, as I mentioned earlier, they tend to then go and share that experience with others. And we all know how important word of mouth is for a local retail store. This is a chance for you to create a story with the customer at the center of that, that they can go and tell to others. And as we spoke about earlier, stories are far more memorable than facts. And so it's really important way of generating additional business for your company. And then being slightly more specific about the way in which you can use stories, they're actually the perfect way to upsell people and to sell add-ons. And this is something that I think retailers in Cycle really need to start to be a, lo a lot more focused on because let's be honest, the number of people coming into store is decreasing. So that means that as retailers, we've got to work that much harder to convert that customer into a higher transaction to be able to grow our business. And using stories is a great way of doing this. So one very quick example, placing the customer in a story is the perfect way to do this. So let's say, for example, that a customer is looking for a new waterproof jacket and there's a basic model that's going to cost them 60, 70 pounds or a more expensive one that's going to cost them 100, 120. 
You've asked the customer their story and they've told you that they're going on this, this cycling weekend. One of the things that you can do is either use a story where you're the character or the customer is the character. And in this instance, talk about how you're going to feel on that weekend. And in the jacket example, perhaps embed that customer into a story where if they don't have that extra product that's going to give them that better experience, their weekend may be somehow uh, damaged or, or not quite as good if they're going to get wet through and therefore not going to enjoy their weekend as much. So placing the customer within the story helps them imagine how they're going to use that product and it helps them actually take ownership of the product as well. So there's really some simple basic things that you can do. Same with add-ons, things like nutrition, additional spare tires, all of these things. If you sit down with your store staff, you can actually craft stories and think about what the customer might be thinking about and how you can create stories uh, either using yourself as the character or the customer to help them understand why they're going to need these extra products and how it's going to actually give them a much better experience enjoying their hobby. So a couple of practical takeaways um, for retailers but this is equally valid for, for brands as well. Make sure you've defined your own story, don't let it be accidental. Make sure it's something that you've actually sit down and talk about. So what is your store's story? What do you stand for? What's important to you? What should your customers expect from you? And as a sales associate, what's your own story? And how can you use your enthusiasm for the sport to endear others to, to you and to, to the store itself? Encourage them to learn your customer's story. If there's one thing that you take away from today, it would be that. It would be get your sales associates to ask customers and find ways for them to understand what their story is because I guarantee you it will create a much much deeper and emotional connection with your customers than just transacting products to them. And one of the things that's really important to me Aggie is learn your brand stories. Brands have spent an awful lot of time and energy crafting these stories and they're spending a lot of marketing dollars out there in the consumer world trying to educate consumers about their story. If when they get into the store, that experience and that story isn't consistent with what they know and have learned about the brand already, then actually you're just damaging that brand's ability to help you sell more. So absolutely make sure that your staff learn the stories of their brands, can talk passionately about what those brands stand for and what they mean, as well as the products that you're selling on behalf of them and what the stories are that encompass those. Absolutely practice storytelling. Um, unfortunately, the cycle industry has often hired enthusiasts that aren't necessarily um, great customer service people. But you really have to work with your staff to turn that passion for the sport into stories that can actually help them connect with customers. And again, instead of sending them on boring, archaic sales training, make them a better storyteller because this is something that will come a lot more naturally to them and you'll probably get a lot less resistance from them than if you start trying to teach them complex sales techniques and those sort of things. The final one, and it's a bit of a plug for Miyagi I guess, is to find a place to keep these stories so that you've got consistency but also so that you can easily access the stories of brands and we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. So a little phrase to kind of take away from today, your store is the stage, your products are the props and you've got the leading part. So I'd really encourage everybody, you know, you've got everything you need to tell the perfect story in your store, 
you've just got to start doing it. And very quickly, if you'll afford me just a couple more minutes, just to explain a little bit about what Miyagi does and how we can actually help brands and retailers to tell their story and to make sure that we're using this to increase sales and loyalty in the store. Miyagi is a platform that helps cycle retailers connect their sales associates with the brand and, and, and product information they need as well as the sales training and, and a place for you to store your stories so that staff can go back to them and, and learn them over time. So we're an online product training platform that allows any retailer and any brand to upload training content and share that with their retailers and sales associates. The great thing for the sales associate is they're able to access everything they need to do their job on one platform. So whether that's brand content or operational content on things they need to do in the store, how to use the cash register, how to clean up at the end of the day, you know, everything has moved online as we've talked somewhat about. And so this is a great opportunity for retailers to store all of that sort of information in one place. This just gives you some of the brands that we already work with. We work across cycle, sport, outdoor, running. Um, and we work with some of the leading global brands and retailers in, in what we do. The great news for any retailers out there is that for you to use Miyagi to both store your own stories and to get access to brand stories so that your staff can be more knowledgeable about the products that they're selling is all completely free. So anybody here that is a retailer, I'd really encourage you to go to Miyagi.com, create a free account, sign up your sales associates and help them start learning about the products that they need to be selling in store and ultimately become a much better storyteller so that they can connect with customers on a much more emotional level. So I'd just like to finish by thanking The Cycle Show for the opportunity to speak to you guys today. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to fire them at me now, or either you can come and see me afterwards to find out more information about storytelling or about Miyagi itself.